Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. appreciate you being here. I appreciate the Lord's presence here in this place. Directly to 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4 and 5. 1 John 4, 4 and 5. Familiar verses, powerful truth. Let's get right to it. Ye are of God, little children, have overcome them because greater, somebody say greater, is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. But you are overcomers because greater is he that is in you. I want to talk to you tonight on on this topic, the right side of the equation. I want to be on the right side of the equation. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your blessing God, we praise you, Lord, for this service tonight. I pray that you would help us, Lord, to serve what you have given to us, to your people, God, in a way that would be a blessing to them, strengthen them, and feed them in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everybody say amen. Amen. You can be seated. In contemplating this message today, my mind went back to the first few years and early years of of my acquaintance with Medora and getting to know, especially the summer that that Sister Gill and I got married, was here for a good while. And at that time, uh, softball was a big thing at MPC. It was. And, of course, I love ball of any kind. I like bounce it, shoot it, kick it, punt it, throw it. You know, I, like, I like ball of any kind, so I was so glad to be able to come and be a part of a church family that enjoyed softball. It didn't take me long to recognize some truths about the MPC team. Number one, it was filled with good players. But when I played, I wanted to make sure that I was on some teams with these particular players. I would want to play with Mike Brewer and Keith Brown because they would shut down Third and, and shortstop, I, I've never seen two guys that work so well together that could shut down uh, third and short. They were incredible. So I would want to be on their team. But beyond that, there was somebody that I wanted to make sure I was on his team, even above those two great ball players, and that was Bishop Walls. I wanted to be on Bishop Walls' team because I learned that I couldn't hit him his pitching was so, am I telling the truth, men? Amen. Telling the truth. His pitching is so spectacular. 
that he could throw that, that pitch, had a little bit of a spin on it and a high arc, and he could drop it right in the strike zone, and you would swing like swatting flies. I would want to be on their team. How many know that if you want to be a winner, you want to be a part of a winning team? You want to be on the side of those that are winning. And I thank God for being a part of a winning team called the greater than. I'm on the greater than side. There's a lot of people that search for greatness and want to be great. You know, the, the, the Guinness Book of World Record began as a way to stop or answer arguments in bars. They would get in the bar and they would argue over who's the fastest, the tallest, the, the quickest, whatever. And so uh, some guys got together and they started a study and, and they started keeping record and keeping score. And, and today, Guinness World Records is a brand in its own self. It has offices in London, New York, Beijing, and Tokyo, and Dubai. It's a big concern. They've got officers and ambassadors and adjudicators all around the world to make sure that the Guinness Book of World Records stands. Do you know the tallest man is, is, was 8 foot and 11 inches? Almost 9 feet tall. And they got that in their records. Uh, the largest cat is huge. Bigger than two people put together. Huge. They're, they're, they, they try to find the record for the car that can get the most mileage, that has the most miles on it, that has gone the furthest, has the most miles. They, they work to consider the biggest, the fastest, the tallest to measure out as a world record. One man, Mr. Furman, used to hold 550 world records in Guinness. But because there are so many people trying to get their records broken, he only holds 200 today because people are trying to do some things to get into the Guinness Book of World Record. Like, what is the fastest time to assemble Mr. Potato's head while blindfolded? 16.17 seconds. To assemble Mr. Potato head while blindfolded. The fastest time to type the alphabet backwards on an iPad, two seconds. I couldn't type the alphabet going forward in two seconds. How about the most tennis balls that, that a person can hold in one hand? The record is 26. Crazy things that people can brag about to being the best, the biggest. And as we learn from uh, uh, <coughs> Mr. Furman, records can be broken and names can be pushed aside. All right, how about this? Do you know that there is a record for the most jello? eaten with chopsticks. The most jello eaten while eating them with chopsticks. I'm telling you, uh, that's not my forte. Uh, I would definitely not be in that record. Most push-ups in one hour. Most push-ups in one hour is right at 3,000, 2,900 plus Push-ups that are made by a man, that's a record. I could probably do two push-ups, maybe in a minute. Or how about the fastest man, Usain Bolt, that can run 24 miles an hour 
in the 100-meter dash, he was clocked at right at 24 miles an hour. There's a lot of amazing records that are set. People that lift weights, people that do all kinds of things, people that, that are the number one. They're the number one. Amen. So the fact is there's a lot of people that can say, I'm the best at this. I'm the greatest at this. I have accomplished this. I've climbed Everest. Nobody else. I've, I've, I've done this. I've, I have this speed record. I have this. I've driven a car this fast, or I've done this, or I've done that. Amen. But you can line all of Guinness's records put together. You could talk about the fastest uh, uh, runners. You could talk about the best teams. Amen. But they're going to be on the other side of an equation. They're going to stand on the less than. When it comes to the equation, not of the world records, but of the universe, there is one that is greater than. There is one that stands alone as the greater than. Hallelujah. He is not some mighty. He's almighty. He is God of all creation, Lord of glory, and he is greater than. Hallelujah. There was a time in Israel's history when they... Uh, uh, Moses had gone up to the mountain to get the law, and Israel started uh, feeling out of sorts or whatever, so they got Aaron to help them make them a god, and they made a calf, and they were worshiping that, and Moses comes down, you know the story, he breaks the tablets, and he sees them, but he makes a statement, and he said in Exodus 32 and 26, uh, uh, who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? So tonight I've come to ask you, which side of the equation are you on? Are you on the equation of the problem or the equation of the promise? Are you on the side of faith or are you on the side of fear? But hook me up with Jesus. Let me be on the Lord's side. Let me be on the side of faith. Let me be on the side of power. Let me be on the side of the Lord. I want to be on His side. Amen. Somebody say hallelujah. Look with me in Psalms 118. <clears throat> Amen. Look at me in Psalms 118 and verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Let Israel now say that his mercy endureth forever. Let MPC now say his mercy endureth forever. Let them now that fear the Lord say, His mercy endureth forever. I call upon the Lord in my distress. I call upon the Lord when I was on the wrong side of the occasion, of the equation. I call upon the Lord when I was in distress. Anybody been there when you felt like you was on the insignificant side. You was on the insufficient funds side. You was on the sides of less than. You was on the side where you felt like you didn't matter and your life was falling apart. But I called upon the Lord. Amen. And what I said is I want to get on this side of the equation. I feel like I've been over here in less than land and fear land and doubt land. But oh God, let me be on this side. called upon the Lord in my distress and the Lord answered me and he set me in a large place. You know what a large place is? Put our title back up. A large place is where the equation is. 
Everything on this side is what? Greater than. It's in a, the right place. Everything on that side is less than. You are not destined for this side. You are not destined for less than. You're not destined to lose. You're not destined for to be defeated. You're not destined to be overcome uh, by something, but rather to overcome. It is on this side. It is on God's side. It is on his word side that I can stand and say, I win. Amen. It's like playing softball with Bishop Walls pitching and Keith and Brother Mike taking up Third and short, there's nothing getting through. Hey, man, if they even get a hit, I will tell you, pitching, hitting against Bishop Walls, you will hit a ground ball every time. That's the side I want to be on. Am I telling the truth, Brother Keith? I want to be on this side. I want to be on the side that is the winning side. I want to be on the side of God. And if I will obey his word, and if I will have faith in him, I'll be on that side. If I bear and buried in his name, I'm on this side. Hallelujah. Praise be the Lord. Verse 6. The Lord is on my side. Psalm 118 and verse 6. The Lord is on my side. Woo. Hallelujah. I will not fear because fear is over here, <laughs> but freedom's over here. On the less than side is fear and doubt. On the other side, there is victory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. He said, I will not fear what men can do unto me. Amen. The Lord hath taken my part with them that help me. Therefore shall I see my desire upon them that hate me. Listen to this, verse 8. It is better to trust the Lord than, than. That means on the other side, than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust the Lord than to put confidence in princes. It is better to trust the Lord than my bank account. It is better to trust the Lord than the politician. It is better to trust the Lord than my job. It is better to trust the Lord than my ideas and my wisdom. It is better to trust the Lord than my plans. It's better to trust the Lord, amen, than all the wisdom of this world combined. I want to be on the right side of the equation. Job, it says this in 33 and 12. Behold this, thou art not just. I will answer thee that God is greater than man. Somebody say, I know that's right. You got a problem with the person? You got a problem with relationships? You got issues? You need to be on this side, trying to work it out on your own, or you can say, I'm going to work it out on God's side. I'm going to get help from the Lord. Amen. You can deal with people and, and problems with other folks and just say, well, I'm going to work it out by myself, but no, I will be on this side because God is greater than man. Man can punch you. Man can cuss you. Man can do all kinds of things against you and hurt you. 
and offend you and cause a lot of issues in your life. But I don't want to be on that side of bitterness. I don't want me to be on the side of hurt and offense. But I want to be on this side where there's forgiveness. Amen. Where there's restoration. Where there is healing. It matters what side of the equation you're going to be on. It's the simple decision. Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? If you're on the Lord's side tonight, will you give him some praise? If you're on the Lord's side tonight, would you say, amen? I'm on the Lord's side. I'm on the Lord's side. Matthew 26 and 6, Jesus was talking to a bunch of religious folks and he said these words. But I say unto you that in this place, in this temple, there is one greater than the temple. There's religion on this side. There's works on this side. There's doing good to earn heaven on this side. There is, I, I, I want to follow denomination. I want to follow history of, of my church and and I want to follow this. And then there are those on this side that says, I've got the king. I've got the God. I don't want just his temple, as it were, religious thinking. I don't want just a practice of religion. I want to be on this side where I have the relationship. I don't want to go on the side where I'm just barely getting by and calling myself a Christian, but I want to be a Holy Ghost filled, water baptized, amen, in Jesus' name, a child of God that says I'm more than a conqueror to him that loved me because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I just got to be on the right side of the equation. When I show up at the doctor's office and get that report, that this is wrong with you, that's wrong with you, you better know what side of the equation you're on. You either wallow in fear and doubt or faith that God's got this. He can either heal me or get me through it, or if I die, I'll be all right because I'm on his side. I'm on his side. Consider the rise of pagan idolatry in America and, and Europe today as we have quickly uh, d descended into worships of all kinds of gods. At the top is the God of self. Exodus chapter 18 and verse 11. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all gods. He's greater than all gods. He's greater than the gods of Babylon. He's greater than the gods of Egypt. He's greater than the gods of India. He is greater than the gods, amen, of Hollywood. He's greater than the gods of the entertainment industry. He is greater than the gods of the universities. He is greater than the gods of, of flesh and self. Amen. I want to wind up on the winning side. I want to make sure that I'm on the right side of the equation. He's greater than God's. He's greater than them all. Jesus also continued in Matthew chapter 12 and verse 41. He said, The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonas. And behold, and behold, a greater than Jonas is here. What in the world happened with Jonah? 
Amen. He come out of that fish, landed on the shore, and went preaching in Nineveh with a, with a, with a funny colored skin and no hair on his head, saying, repent, and Nineveh repented. But the God of glory wraps himself in flesh and comes and says, repent. They pass him on by. Behold, a greater than Jonah is here. Behold, a greater than Jonah is here. Then he said, the queen of the south shall rise up in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, for she shall come from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. I will tell you, a greater than all the, the intellects and the statesmen of the world. A greater than Abraham Lincoln is here. A greater than George Washington is here. A greater than any, uh, like a Winston Churchill or someone that is said to be stellar in their their, their mark on history, a greater than, greater than the greatest preachers that have ever preached. Amen, he's here. I want to be on that side. I want to be on that side. It matters what side of the equation you're on. It matters where you stand with God. John 10, 29 Jesus said, my father, which gave them me, is greater than all. If you looked up everything we've talked about, he's greater than God's. He's greater than the temple. He's greater than Jonas. Amen. He's greater than Solomon. He says, Jesus says, my father is the greater than all. There is nothing on this side of the equation can match him in any way. On this side is sin. On this side is redemption. On this side is imperfections. On this side is sanctification. On this side, there is disruptions and dysfunction. On this side, there is unity and family. On this side is your battle. And on this side is your victory. I want to remind you, you need to stand on the right side of the equation. You could go over here and waddle, waller in your, your battle and how bad it is and how awful it is. Or you could say, put me over here on God's side. Because on God's side, it's always bigger than my battle. Always bigger than my struggle. Got a problem over here? Well, the promise is over here. I'm going to get my eye on the promise rather than my problem. Got a lion's den over here? Well, over here you got an angel that'll shut its mouth. You got a Goliath over here, but on this side you got a pimple-faced teenager that's going to go with a sling and a stone and knock him down and cut his head off. You, you, you got three Hebrews over here looking at the fiery furnace, but really they're standing on what's side with the fourth man in the fire with him it matters what side of the equation you are on go he told the disciples and tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high Jesus revealed himself at one time to over 500 and then there was many Beyond that. But there was 120 that says, I choose this side of the equation. I'm going to stay here until God moves. I'm talking to somebody tonight. You've been praying for something for a long time, and it's not happened. Don't move the sides of the equation. Stay on the side of prayer and faith. Keep believing that God is able to supply. But, Pastor, I've been praying for this year. So what? 
Keep on believing. Isn't it amazing that the Israelites wandered and circled around for 40 years in the wilderness and the first thing God told them to do when they come into the promised land under new leadership is you go circle a city. Aren't you tired of circling? Aren't you tired of just wallowing around and around and around? Surely the Lord, you know, but Moses, or Joshua rather, did not give them details of when they're going to shout. He didn't give them a marking of this is what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. But he said, come on, let's go march. Let's go march. Amen. But when you, when you hear the time to shout, it's going to be the time to shout. We, we would like a list, and we would like God to show us every step of the way. But why don't we just march? Because he said, if you're on this side of the equation, victory is yours. If you'll obey me and follow me, victory is yours. I just got a simple question for you tonight. Are you on the right side of the equation? Are you believing God no matter what? Are you trusting him no matter what? Amen. On this side, there's power. On this side is defeat. Trust in the Lord. Because greater, somebody say greater, is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The world has a lot going for it. The world has a lot going for it. The world has a lot of talent and a lot of money. But my Bible says, greater is he that is in me over here than he that is in the world over here. Netflix don't have to win against you. Hulu don't have to win on you. Pornography does not have to win you. Drugs do not have to win you. The flesh does not have to win you. Because if you'll stay on the right side of the equation, stand with me, please. Which side are you on? I want to be on the winning side. I want to be on the winning side. I look at these commercials and I think, how silly. There stands Charles Barkley and they're picking a team and there's little kids. First person you pick, who? I'm going to pick Charles Barkley. He's 60 years old, but I don't care. He's, he's almost, you know, six foot, seven foot, whatever. He's a big dude. How are we going to stand in this hour when we see the Lord saying, I'm here for you, I'm with you. All you have to do is choose me. All you have to do is choose me. Pick me. He's the all-time champion of this world, of this universe. He's never been defeated. He has never, his record is that. There is no losses on it. Oh, pastor, it looks like losses, but it's not losses because he's got a bigger plan than we know Tonight, I would like to encourage you right now to come to this altar and just simply say, by making this way, by making this step, I am telling which side of the equation I'm on. Lord, I'm on your side. Lord, I'm on your side. I've got to be on your side. Lord, there's power with you. Some of you are battling some things tonight and you haven't really felt like, like you thought you should have felt. Well, let me just tell you, go stand with him. Because in that you will win. It's not according to your feelings, but it's according to your faith. It's according to whether God is with you. Amen. And you know that he's for you. Praise the Lord today. Will you lift up your heart to the Lord and say, I choose you, Lord. I am on your side. I will stand on the right side of the equation. I will stand with the Lord of glory.
than to be caught with this world of its doubt and fear. I will stand with the Lord. I choose to. Come on and love him in this place. Love him in this place. Glory to your name, oh God. Thank you for listening to the MPC podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorchurch.com to learn more about our ministry.